Welcome to Nebraska Farmcast from the Center for Agricultural Profitability at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I'm Ryan Evans. Even as pork prices have risen over the last couple of years, U.S. consumer demand has kept up, at least so far. But a few months into 2022, where do prices stand for producers across the hog complex, and what might that mean for demand going forward? Dr. Elliot Dennis is an assistant professor and livestock economist in the University of Nebraska-Lincoln's Department of Agricultural Economics, and he has a new article that analyzes pork prices so far this year, and uh, he joins me now to talk about that. Hi, Elliot. Hey, Ryan. And folks can find this, as usual, on our website, cap.unl.edu. Just in general, how is the pork market in 2022 so far comparing to the last year or two across the industry? Yeah, so the when we compare the five-year average, which is really 2016 to 2020, and look at just 2021 pricing, we saw the same seasonal patterns, although we had significantly higher prices, particularly through the summer months. Uh, 2022 is really shaped up to be similar to 2021. And really what we've seen, if you were to look at um, all of the prices, the early wean pigs, the feeder pigs, the uh, barrows and gilts, there's pretty much looks like a wedge in between 2021 and 2022. It's a pretty steady margin uh, really priced above that. Uh, that's the probably the only downside that we've seen is in the early weaned pigs, um, and those prices have started to decline. Uh, but I think some of that recovery is, um, price recovery has happened given the recent quarterly hogs and pigs report. Yeah, the first one's out for the year now. Uh, so how does this change or that report change those expectations? Yeah, I think if if anything, it just continues to support those. And really, uh, the market was it was a what we consider a market surprise. And really, what that means is the trading expectations were higher than what inventory was suggested by USDA. And in some cases, it was almost two percent lower than trade expectations. Um, and this, what this ultimately does is this probably raises um, prices for producers, continues to raise them throughout the year, at least into this early summer months, probably by three and a half to four percent. And then the fall months, they were probably still elevated about one to two percent. Um, and so this is really important when we're talking about, you know, this is the supply side, right? And this assumes constant consumer demand or at least historical consumer demand. And so if so far, consumers have said that they're willing to to pay for higher prices for pork at the at the retail market. But um, if that starts to weaken, then obviously that gets passed down the, the supply chain to producers, dampening these um, these higher prices that producers are receiving. Is that something to watch for the rest of the year? Then that that demand and if that will hold up. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's kind of the key consideration going into, um, especially into the summer months when we start talking about grilling. Uh, I think people are excited, you know, so for the most part, COVID restrictions have been loosened around the United States. COVID has historically tended to be more prevalent during winter months. And so we don't see a lot of those restrictions coming back into effect for summer. Ultimately, that means consumers are probably in a situation where they have a desire to be outside, be mingling with friends, and more importantly, grilling uh, meat products, whether it be pork, beef, or chicken. And so, what we what we're really concerned about is really what's their what's their confidence in the economy moving forward? What's their confidence about um, you know what the the world will be like in the next you know six to nine months? I think ongoing conflict and 
and some potential issues there can, uh, particularly with inflation, can can really dampen those. And some recent reports out of the uh, Purdue University has, has shown that uh, consumers may not be uh, correctly estimating how much of impact inflation has had on their on their budget, and so and they're probably in the three to four percent lower than than food inflation actually is. If those things start to catch up and consumers start to become more aware of that, I think we can see some of that slowdown in demand definitely starting to to occur over the summer months. What about uh, demand on the export market? Yeah, so I think it's important to appreciate that uh, we produce a large uh, portion of pork because we export that product overseas. Uh, In particular, Mexico has become a huge export destination, including Canada and and other locations. And so uh, African swine fever is obviously a a big concern that's still out there. um, And I think some work is starting to be done what happens if a African swine fever actually comes into the U.S. But for the most part, we're actually able to take advantage of some of those supply disruptions that are happening overseas, which is further boosting producer prices. And so definitely exports are a huge thing. And last year was a you know, all-time high in exports. So U.S. has really uh, benefited on the demand side. And although we've had lots of supply chain issues, uh, we've definitely had robust demand that has dampened the blow that uh, on prices that producers have received. What else is catching your eye in the hog market? Yeah, so when we talk about the hog market, the, probably the biggest thing that we've been talking about over, you know, for over the last, I don't know, year or so has been this uh, Prop 12 coming out of California that reduced gestation crates and really was looking at some commer- inter- interstate commerce clause uh, the National Pork Board was fighting this quite aggressively because it would uh, severely restrict a portion of the United States for actually selling pork products into that. Um, at least, should say, without significantly altering some of that pork production. And so uh, the Supreme Court has agreed to hear this case, um, which is, a, I think, a positive direction for the pork industry. Um, and so we'll just have to wait and see what their rulings are. Should be some time in in the late fall or early winter months that we kind of know the final decision on this. But I think any movement in that direction it would be important, uh, at least from the pork industry standpoint, to to not be able to lose that. So that's something I'm going to be watching and kind of really interested to see how that will go. All right. Well, as always, Elliot, thank you very much, and uh, don't forget to check out article that uh, we've posted on our website cap.unl.edu on uh, prices across the pork complex and a reaction to uh, the newest quarterly hogs and pigs report again cap.unl.edu thanks for tuning in to nebraska farmcast and elliot thank you again yep thanks for having me ryan nebraska farmcast is a production of the center for agricultural profitability at the university of nebraska lincoln For the latest research-based information and education resources to manage your farm or ranch operation, visit our website at cap.unl.edu. That's cap.unl.edu.